From the wheat fields of the Thumb to the cherry trees on the Third Coast, Michigan grows more than 300 different foods and products that we all enjoy every day. We're on a mission to find every local restaurant, manufacturer, and food company sourcing their ingredients right here in the mitten. And in the process, bridge the gap between the farm and your fork. We want to introduce you to all things Michigan agriculture and food. This is Michigan AF. Welcome to the Michigan AF podcast. I'm your host, Noelle Nockreiner. Today I am joined by Chad Fusilier with Fusilier Family Farms, a 220 acre produce and flower farm located in Manchester, Michigan. Chad is here to share about the farm and some pretty cool ways that they are connecting with consumers. Thanks for joining us, Chad. Thanks for having me on. Can you start by sharing a little bit about your background in farming and how you came to be in the position you are? So I got into this just by being born into it. I've been in this my whole life. Um, my parents were pig or hog farmers back in the 80s and 90s, and I was born in 96. Um, if you know anything about the hog markets, they kind of collapsed in that time frame in the early 90s. So my parents kind of started venturing into greenhouses and Soon after that, we got into vegetables. So I've been born with this into this my whole life. Um, I've been going to markets and helping out in the field since I was probably could walk. That's great. Uh, I always like the uh, born into into the family business for sure. Can you tell us more about the farm? How big is it? Everything that you grow? How many greenhouses, etc. Yeah. So the farm, like I said, started in 96 and I think we started with around 30 acres or so. Um, we started with flowers and then the year after we started getting the produce, we kind of noticed going to markets that there is a market for fresh local produce, which we did not know right away. And we slowly started getting into that. Um, and we grew both the flowers and vegetables side by side. Um, now we're about 220 acres, about half of it is specialty crops. That's what our main focus is, is specialty like produce. Um, and then we do about another half in grain crops that we use for rotational purposes. And we also have about an acre of greenhouses still that we use for flowers, um, that we market at our farm stands, flower days, uh, the Detroit Easter market flower day in May and a couple others. Um, and then we have about two acres of um, high tunnels as well, which is a uh, very inexpensive greenhouse, but it's all passively heated by the sun. Um, that helps us extend our crops on our warm, sensitive crops like tomatoes and cucumbers. So we'll be getting those planted in the first of April, where compared, we'd be planting them in mid May normally. But that's a good gist of our operation. Yeah. So very diverse for sure. Um, yes. So then where are you, where are you selling and where are people buying all of this produce and flowers that you're growing? So, like I said, we started off um, in the very traditional uh, methods of selling our produce. Uh, that was farmer's markets and, our, and physical stores. And we did that up until we're still doing it. And right now we're doing seven markets a week and we have two stores, one in Chelsea and one in Manchester. Uh, most of the markets we go to are in the Metro Detroit area. We go where the people are. 
And just recently in 2019, we started our delivery program where you can register and become a member and we will deliver fresh produce and among other goods to your door. And that's a weekly pro, um, delivery. Uh, those are the main ways that we deliver right now or serve. So, okay. So that membership program, that's what we're really going to kind of chat about for a little bit more. So that, like you said, it delivers fresh produce and, and you said in other products. So I want to know what those other products are. Um, and you said that got started in 2019. So that was even pre-pandemic. How, how did that come about? So I don't really know how I thought of it. I don't think there was any like single thing that made me just have this epiphany. I think it was just many Monday morning meetings and social hours out in the barn when we should be working and just talking and I just kind of compiled into this idea. I know my dad always like had this dream of like delivering to like New York City and Chicago and stuff. Uh, I didn't go quite that far. I'm um, keeping a little more local, but I do remember I was at a vendor expo in Chelsea trying to promote my farm share program for my store. And I just was sitting there and I was just thinking and it just kind of came to me, I guess. And I just was jotting numbers down, trying to figure the logistics out a little bit when I was just sitting there in between people. I just kind of thought of this and I just brought it to everyone. Everyone's like, cool. If you think you make it work, go for it. And I started in 2019 by myself, kind of. Obviously, I still have my family backing and my brother and my sister-in-law and my parents. Like they still like helped with the farm, obviously. I didn't like they were still there, but I was in charge of this. Uh, in 2019, I started with, I think it was either 22 or 24 members. Um, it was not a, it was not anything like it is now other than the fact we delivered produce to you. It was more standard. Like you went through and you had some choices and what you wanted, but it was much more uniform. Like it was not as customizable as it is now. Uh, you could go through and select a few different things and make it different than someone else's, but you still had your your limitations, what you could do. And there was no additional things. It was strictly produce. 2020, I kind of wanted to make it better. I wanted to make it more customizable to fit the needs of as many people as possible. Because when you have one set system, it, it's not going to fit everyone's life styles. You might have small families, you might have large families. You might have people that don't eat a lot of vegetables, but still want it. And people that eat a lot or, or vegetarian or vegan families. So it's just, I want to make it more customizable. In 2020, I decided to change it to a pay-as-you-go system, where in 2019, it was an upfront membership fee of the entire season. 2020, it was a small upfront. It was like $30 or $40. And then it was no delivery fee, and you went through and paid for what you wanted. You, you ordered what you wanted. And then we started advertising this, and we got up to... I want to say like 422 members. And, I was, and this is like right when like the pandemic started, like it was, we started advertising it when COVID was like a thing, but not in the United States yet. And we were basically filled out by the time that COVID really hit. So we weren't really sure if it was like a COVID response or if it was a people wanting to shop online, but we had 422 members. And then we, we nixed registration because we're like, we don't really know what we're getting ourselves into like 22 members to 422, like, can we do this? Like logistically, I think we can grow the crop, but can we manage the logistics of 422 orders, especially now that we're making every box customizable to what they want. Um, and another nice thing about making it customizable is we can offer additional items. Uh, we offer a lot of jarred items. 
We offer syrup and honey from local producers in the area. We offer various cuts of beef. We want to get into pork and chicken, but we're not quite there yet. Um, we This past season, we partnered with Zingerman's out of Ann Arbor, and we started selling their baked goods to the delivery. Obviously, we don't offer everything they have because it's just a logistical nightmare, but we do offer maybe a dozen options a week, and it, it kind of changes. And the nice thing about that is they actually deliver it to us the morning of, and we pack it the morning of and send it to you. So it'd be the same thing as going to the bakehouse and getting fresh baked bread. And yeah, that was 2020. And then basically every year we, we, we ramp up a little bit last season. We had, we thought we had about 1200 members, but it, we ended up with about eight, 900 roughly. And then this season we're shooting for 2000. We'll see if we can get there. Um, and yes, yeah, basically how the delivery program came to be. Wow, that's insane. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not just that, you know, it's the produce or the items from your farm, you are partnering with all these other farms and, and companies in the area to really bring these local boxes to people. That is a really cool concept. Yeah, this is the program. I sell it as it's a produce program, membership program. Everything else is an add-on, it's additional item. It's something that we feel that people want, but it's not our focus, if that makes sense. And most of the produce is ours. Um, if not, we usually mention, we, we mention it. Um, there's one this year, I have a friend over Macomb County who raises mushrooms and I'm really working on getting those in, in this year. And I'm not, I have no interest in raising mushrooms. That's very, very different, but I know people love fresh mushrooms. And I, I know this guy personally is a good friend of ours and I feel like my members want would want would want that offering, um, so I want to figure out how logistically add that in, and I'm going to say it's from this this farm, and we'll get it to you. That's very cool. So, can you kind of walk us through the process of when somebody decides that they want to order, you know, one of these boxes, and you said it can be weekly, you know. Kind of walk us through how it happens from the ordering to, you know, the harvesting of the crops, the packaging, and then all the way through the delivery. Yeah. So step one for us would be creating an order form. And honestly, sometimes that's the hardest part because in Michigan, and especially at a smaller scale like we are, it is very hard to know what you're going to have a week ahead because our order forms go out, what is it, six days before your delivery and you have up until two days before to submit it. So you have like a four day window. It, it is very hard to know what you're going to have every week. Um, especially on some of your more finicky crops like strawberries or um, I don't know, stuff like that. It's just, especially when it comes down to like inventory too, like knowing when a crop comes in and out and how much you're going to have. Most of our crops, we have enough that we don't have to worry about inventory, but there is some crops that either it's not doing very well or we just didn't plant enough or something. So we have to limit it and it's hard to just know that ahead of time. So really that is one of the most challenging parts for this because it's not something we're used to. Like we're used to the challenges of growing it. Like we know how to, how to fight that and we can understand that a lot easier, but something like this, it's completely different. Something we've never done before this program because at farmer's markets or the farm store, you either have it or you don't have it. So it's very different because if somebody goes on, on um, a Sunday and they order a box of green beans, they now expect to have that next week. And if we don't have it, 
we have to figure that out. We, we have to solve it. Usually if you don't have it, it's a uh, personal email. I'm like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm really sorry. This is what happened. Why we don't have it. But yeah, step one is getting an order form created and each delivery day right now has their own order form. So it's for logistic reasons. And so we can, so if a crop comes on Wednesday, if you're a Thursday delivery, you can in theory, get that crop. So yeah, create the order form step one. Um, Step two is we send that form out. We're changing how it's done this year a little bit. We're creating a, a online store where last year we used a third-party program. So we're really hoping this online store is going to be fully functional and more convenient for everyone. But generally the gist is we would somehow notify the customer that the store or the form is open and you can go on and place an order, whether that be the old or the new system. And they go in there, they select exactly what they want. The only requirement is, is that we have a $15 minimum. Um, that's just logistically in order to ship a, a product, we have to have some sort of minimum. The, we can't send a box out that costs us over a buck a box for nothing, like for one box, for one unit or something like for the help with the no delivery fee, we need a minimum. So that's step two. They send it, they order and then they send it back to us. It's all automated and that part is, but then we receive the orders. Uh, the day before is when we pack. So I will in the morning take these orders, compile them and give them to my packers so they can start packing the day before. So they will have the information that goes in each box. And then they take the item, go down the line, and every box that ordered sweet, sweet corn, they put sweet corn in. And that's another challenge this system is there is no box that's the like. That's, that's, that, that's the same. We have, on last year it was, we had about two or 300 boxes a day we delivered. And I don't think you could find one that's the same. We have probably, I don't know, 200 different units or uh, SKUs on our, our website or order forms. The chances of them being the same are very rare. And if they are, they're so far and few in between that you can't rely on that. So that, that's definitely another challenge of the whole system. But yeah, our packers take these order these orders and they go through and they uh, place the product in each box and they close them up. We stick them in the cooler. And then uh, the next morning we pull them out. We throw them on a conveyor belt and we throw in the things that can't be refrigerated. That includes the tomatoes, that includes the bread. And if there's anything that we just didn't have the morning before, the next, the day before that we didn't have harvested for whatever reason, we'll throw those in. Usually that doesn't happen, but if it does, we'll have to do it the morning of. And then we load them on a van and we send them out. And you get a text message in the morning, says it'll be here at this time. So hopefully you can get the produce indoors uh, and out of the heat pretty quick. And then it'll text you when it's dropped off and our driver comes home and you have produce. The only wow. part I didn't really cover was the harvesting. And that's, we harvest basically every day of the week that includes for the farmer's markets, the stores and the delivery. If there's things I know specifically that we don't have an abundance of, I will look at our orders and I will go through and get a total of say kale. And I'll say, Hey, can you go get me this kale? I need this for today's delivery. Can you make it happen? And, and they'll go out and they'll find it for me. 
um, stuff like that. But it's a spe- there's a few specific items that I have to specifically remember to get harvested. In general, though, we are harvesting every day, so it doesn't matter as much. Uh, but I imagine as we keep growing this, it will matter more and more. Uh, so, yeah. So are you delivering only one certain day a week or are you delivering every day during the week? So I guess this is an important uh, thing I kind of forgot to mention is that we, as of right now, just service Washington County and parts of the Cheyenne counties. If you go to our like ordering our registration form, there's actually a link that will like have a map with it being outlined. So like we delivered down to Adrian up to, I believe, Heartland over to like Livonia and over to Jackson. So we serve quite a large area and we do the delivery ourselves. So as of right now, unfortunately you don't hundred percent get to choose what day you get delivered, but you get determined what day you get, get delivering. And that day will be the same every week. Like if you're a Tuesday delivery, you will get Tuesdays every week, as long as you place an order. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, you can let us know and we can try to work around it as we get more and more members in a denser area. We can be more flexible. Hopefully someday we can be more e-commerce where we can just, doesn't matter. You place an order, I can deliver it whatever day I want. But as of right now, we're just not dense enough. So right now we have four delivery days. We, we deliver Tuesday through Friday and we pack Monday through Thursday. Uh, and like I said, you, you're predetermined what day you get. We haven't determined any of that yet. We figure that out once all the registrations are in. But that's basically how it happens. And every week you have that same window to order. And every week you have that same day delivery. Generally, it's the same time every day, but it kind of depends on traffic. Our, our app will change it if there's an accident or construction or something. So if somebody wanted to sign up for a membership to start getting you know, weekly boxes, how do they do that? How would that happen? So as of right now, our website is being reconstructed for this and for other reasons. So that's, as of right now, is not the best way to, to find it right now. Uh, hopefully soon that will be revamped. But right now you can find us on Facebook. Uh, that's Fuseler Farms dash Chelsea. Um, and you can reach out and either shoot a message or we do have a post on there about the delivery. Or you can email us at delivery at FusilierFamilyFarms.com. And then we can definitely and reach back out about that and answer any questions and give you the registration form and and yeah that's great i think probably another important part to hit uh is that this is seasonal right so when when do deliveries begin and then when do they end for the season uh as of right now we're, we're in michigan there, there's going to be seasonality in michigan it's going to be near impossible not to have seasonality Right now, our delivery is scheduled for the first week in June through the week leading up to Thanksgiving. And that is our season right now. We have talked about doing it year round with various crops that can store, but right now we don't think we have enough offerings and we also aren't quite ready to fight the snow. We don't really want to worry about that right now. We're trying to really focus on our summer delivery I know a lot of interest for the winter delivery, but just not quite there yet. Maybe in a couple of years, but it's 26, 26 weeks. I think, I don't think that changed. I think it's 26 weeks uh, and it's the $40 membership. And that basically offers you free delivery for the whole year. And you just got to pay as you go for everything else. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today and sharing about the farm and your great delivery program. Uh, again, if people are interested in signing up for that, they can go to what's the what's your Facebook? What do they search for on Facebook to find you? Uh, Fusler Farms dash Chelsea. That's the the active page right now. Um, that's where you can can message us or find information about us right now hopefully at some point we'll have our website revamped and ready to go but as of right now uh that's being worked on great well thank you again so much for joining us chad yeah thank you thanks for having me on farmers in michigan are proud of the fresh, wholesome foods they grow for you and are excited to share those foods and products. Whether you're buying directly from a farmer at a local farmer's market, a roadside stand, or participating in a fresh home delivery program like this one, you can be sure that the food you're enjoying is Michigan-grown, Michigan-great. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll be back soon to hear more about incredible foods, products, and people that are Michigan AF. The Michigan AF Podcast is a project of the Michigan Ag Council and the Michigan Grown, Michigan Great campaign. We are a coalition of farmers and agribusinesses committed to providing the best possible foods and products for our neighbors, communities, and the state we all love. To hear more podcasts and to learn about Michigan's agriculture diverse sector, visit michigangrown.org.